0: Okay. Wow. Okay. It's going to be really emotional.
1: There is no loss for being honest. The real work of life is the work that we do inside ourselves. The responsibility we feel towards the world. like Questioning. Challenging.
0: Say something. Raw and vulnerable and open conversation. That was the best part. I'm scared of friendship. Taking a breath. Just talk. Shame and guilt.
2: Vulnerabilities. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> about to <laughs> something
0: something.
2: What does
1: it
0: not. really mean to be friends? Are we trust the real work that we do is overcoming our insecurities every day and learning how to love more. As examples of the change we want to see in the world. Just Taking a breath. So if we just take a breath. <laughs> well, my face
2: is on fire from the doctors. <laughs> To have healthier relationships with women, they
0: need healthier relationships with other men. The real work of life is the work that we do inside ourselves. So i up in a relationship with my husband, and my husband and I sold our house ten months ago. We have twins that are four years old, we travel around the world, and this is my boyfriend. Hi! <laughs> Perfect. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Amory. Wow, our times are changing really fast right now. We recorded this episode five or six days ago, and in that time, even a lot has changed for us. Uh, I'm now recording this sitting outside of a place that we are hunkering down in for the next five or six weeks. So in this episode, you will hear us um, discuss a lot of things that are happening for us, or were happening, five or six days ago. Um, Things have changed even more since we recorded it. Um, Kyle is, in this episode, reflecting on whether or not he's going to stay with Marty and I and the kids in New Zealand or to head back home to Chicago. Uh, We also discuss how to actually take advantage of this time, this this crazy time, but these quarantine times are really, really unique, and we haven't really gone through something this big as a society, and uh, I feel like it taps into Marty's specialty, which is talking about ikigai and purpose. So in a time where it's possible to be really full of fear, where we are sitting and what we're trying to share with you out there, um, maybe in your self-isolation uh, in your quarantine zones there, um, we're trying to share a bit of hope and possibility and, and our reality and our vulnerable struggles with our own fears. So as always, we hold nothing back. Um, hopefully you'll get some good laughs out of this one. And uh, please just take care of yourself in this time. There's, there's a lot that's possible, a lot that's coming for all of us. So oh, with that, no further ado. Enjoy, my friends. Hi, welcome to another episode of Amory in these crazy times. We were joking around, and Marty thought of a really good title for this episode: Marty,
1: Polly in the apocalypse, the <laughs> polyocalypse.
0: <laughs> no, hopefully that's not the
1: case. No, it's how Polly helps you in the times of the apocalypse. How Polly has prepared us for um, this for this apocalypse. moment.
0: Yeah, can this we just not world? call it an apocalypse? <laughs>
1: It's because everyone's fucked.
2: That's another. Part
1: of <laughs> it's like a mutual orgy. Uh,
0: right. Yeah, everybody gets fucked. Uh, yeah, it's, it's seriously a crazy time. So as you're listening to this, I'm sure you're you've been going through your own craziness as well. We're like on the edge of the earth. Okay, fly earthers, really not really edge of the earth, but we're in New Zealand, and so we're a little bit cut off from Ooh, okay. some of the stuff that's going on. Our life really day to day hasn't changed too much here, but our, our mental and our internal lives have greatly changed because we're all sitting with the mental stress that comes along with everything that's happening right now between travel bans and quarantine. Yeah. Well,
1: this was our second attempt at this.
0: <laughs> yeah. The first one oh.
1: ended in like a meltdown. <laughs>
0: And that was me. That
1: was me too. Oh I was
0: fucking. Marty nuts. was so. You were so fucking triggered. You're like I was so going mad. on rants. I was mad. We should wait. You we have should to pay extra for that kind <laughs> of shit. Speaking of that, we should put it in Patreon. Just in, if you would it like be. to be triggered today. If you like to be triggered, we will upload our last episode to Patreon. And uh, so Marty, you were triggered and then I got triggered and it was a spiral. And then we ended. It was like 75 minutes <laughs> long.
1: Through the phone. <laughs> it's just like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we ended it. And then we had another hour, hour and a half yeah. long conversation. And it was crazy shit. I was crying like crazy. And uh, well, it was good we emotional have a release. We like a
2: lie. relationship coach. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Kyle. Well, know, we
2: all course, have had you to you coach guys each other. On the couch. Yeah, oh of my
0: course. god! And Kyle was so centered the whole time, even during the podcast, and then afterwards, when we were talking, Kyle was like, "I could have given you a robe. You're like this <laughs> beautiful Buddhist monk."
2: Later, yeah, and
1: then I was centered <laughs> for a little bit.
0: So we're we're taking turns being centered and being Which is off kilter and works exactly. in the apocalypse.
1: Well, look, One I, I want to stop reasons. for a second, and I want to shout out to my. Partner, my lover mm. in South America, who I was supposed to see in like I don't know a couple weeks. weeks that I will now see maybe in a hundred days because they're closing the borders for ninety days there, mm. and so we have uh, decided to make some challenges, thirty day challenges out of mm. out of what we're doing. So we're going to talk about some of that because I want to talk about some of that okay. how to how to benefit from the apocalypse. Yeah. And then like some of the projects we're going to do together and some of the ways that we have to communicate now and what we had to release to get there.
0: Yeah. Marty, I'm so impressed with you. Really. This is the way that you've been, the way that you've literally taken the punches of not being able to see her. And then now not knowing when you're going to see her, you've just rolled with it. I mean, you had a couple tough moments, but I feel like the man that you are today is beautiful. You are a beautiful, amazing, strong human and That's I'm glad that you went goodness. in January. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, me, me too.
1: too. I'm really glad I went in January. I told her, I'm like, I've been working on my abs, my ass, and kegels. <laughs> and now I'm going to be like... A fucking gladiator mm-hmm. By the time I see her
0: we Keep working on the farm Yeah
1: Comes like a sprinkler <laughs> <laughs> it
0: fits. It benefits. Those are
1: the kegels folks We'll talk about that yeah. In another episode And
0: Kyle I feel like I I'm so first I'm so fucking lucky Can I just say again How ridiculously lucky I am To be in New Zealand Right now How, how lucky we all are But me in particular To be in New Zealand With my kids And two partners With you Two beautiful humans You've got a surplus I,
1: You're like I, a person With extra. T- I
0: don't <laughs>
1: like I'll take two boyfriends
0: <laughs> oh, We laugh But I've, sitting with it Is really hard Because I'm the type of person Where I want to make myself Feel guilty Or beat myself up For having what I have And, and you're so not just, even
1: Catholic or Jewish Not huh? at all
0: No I just innately Like to throw daggers At myself mm. And uh, I'm really Working through that And I think Specifically Kyle With you so I told Marty yesterday and what started a, maybe a little bit of the trigger was feeling guilty that I'm here with you two and with Kyle. And while you now, Marty, don't know when you're going to go back and see your partner. And I, that's a lot to sit with. And then, Kyle, you've been debating on like what your next step is. So mm. that's a whole other conversation. You can jump into that one.
2: Yes, I think. And even as you say that, I'm thinking in my head, Well, you might get your chance if I leave, and I don't know if I'm going to leave. So my plan had originally been to go back to Chicago in two weeks from now, and that would be a few weeks ahead of my sister giving birth, which is something that when I left, I didn't expect that there would be a chance I could miss it. Mm -hmm. And now-
0: Your first nephew-
2: yeah first nephew it's, Effie, super it's like,
0: exciting. everybody's it's excited and I think mm-hmm. even
2: the excitement of everything is is definitely overshadowed and now it's just about safety and I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure out what is the safest thing to do and there's so many layers of it, so there's like safety, which is obviously should be and and is one of the top priorities of what's not only safe for me but safe for my parents going back and then they're expecting me to just hang out with them, you know, when I'm supposed to be quarantined and, you know, they're not really big rule followers. I don't know where I got it, but they are going about their life as usual. My mom's a doctor. She's on the front lines. She has mm-hmm. to be, but you know, there's a lot of things that I'm trying to consider without having their support in like having compassion for what I, where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, it's, my thoughts are, are okay if I go back and then I can't get back to wherever you are for 90 days, 180 days. I like, we don't know. It's, it becomes a big mystery. And so part of me is like, well, I'm not going to leave cause I'm then I lose control of when I can see you. But then if I don't leave then I will miss the birth and I, mm-hmm. I miss this family event and yeah, there's gonna That's going to be a hard road as well. Mm-hmm. So I see, it's hard not to see two hard roads. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we yeah. talked about earlier, too, are talking about flow versus
1: stagnation. Like, we're in a great level of flow. Like, I, what I would want from your family is to, to witness you. You know, I, I think this is a lot of poly people or people that have done open relationships been, who are out get that criticism of, like, how can you be so happy? You're too happy. You have too much love right like kyle you on a farm you're just too fucking happy right now i'm sorry but like you're grounded you're creating you're working through all of your your business ideas you're you're in flow you're eating vegetarian you're like the healthiest you've ever been everybody's like time for an intervention right, right you know and come here and suffer and it's tough because my dad's there 75 mm-hmm. years old It's an esophageal thing, diabetes. Mm -hmm. It's a stubborn Indian man. So, like, there's, like, you know, I don't know if corona can kill him because he's tough. But he's... (laughs) I I don't want that. You know, Mm -hmm. he's... I want to see him, but I can't. Like, Mm -hmm. what's the risk? I go and take three flights, sit in seven hours of customs with hundreds of other people from all over the world. Then isolate myself for 14 days, maybe. But where? I... I can use his address Mm -hmm. so like I'd have to go somewhere spend a lot more money I mean we look at medicine some of the medicine you buy Mm is $20 or $30 a pill in Mm -hmm. Chicago and U.S. and it's fucking less than a dollar a pill here Mm -hmm. like we're safer and
2: healthier here I'm healthier for my dad here yeah you know
0: it's just I've done a lot
2: to change my life Mm -hmm. you know I've I've gone through a lot the last two years especially the last year and leaving the U.S. and traveling with you guys and i've i haven't really yeah i've been very connected to the us i haven't really seen myself as an american for a long time and i think part of me is now looking at the situation in the us which is getting bad and going to get worse and wondering why am i not there because i made a conscious choice not to be there and now i could somehow go back and get stuck into it and it's like it's like literal and figurative Mm -hmm. it's like the actual like i'm going back to the ordinary world and then i'm going to get stuck Mm -hmm. and for me that that triggers me in a way of thinking i'm going to lose my creativity i'm going to lose my health i'm going to lose my flow i'm going to lose the people that you know you guys are both my best friends and people that Mm -hmm. i love and yeah i i just go on this like it's I have this picture that it's gonna be bad, and, and the cost is really high for not even barely gonna be, I'm not even going to be barely around my sister's child based on what I understand is the safe thing to do, mm-hmm. and they're newborn, and their new parents. So like, yeah, that's a whole thing in itself. Without the coronavirus, they're gonna mm-hmm. be doing their thing and focused on yeah figuring like their life out and being a parent out and
0: mm-hmm. It's a whole life challenge. As a in parent, itself. you don't know yeah. what
2: the, the first month you don't know what the
1: fuck you, every parent out there knows this. Yeah. If like, you don't sleep, you don't know you don't know what day it is. You no, don't know I, if anyone I, if someone visits and they don't do the fucking laundry, clean something up or bring you food, then they linger like, Can yeah. I hold your baby? You wanna fucking punch them in the throat. <laughs> right? Like there's a yeah. whole like I already the,
0: prepped Kyle. I was like, <laughs> and this was even before any coronavirus stuff. I was like, You go, you do dishes, you do the laundry, you offer to have them take a nap, you will, you know that's that's when you hold the baby. now it may
2: like, sound selfish, yeah. but I'm I'm not self isolated right now, no, but I would be if I go back yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I would be
0: I will challenge you on one thing is that i I don't think you would be miserable. I mean, I think it would be harder for sure, <laughs> but <laughs> I know you, and I know that you attract beautiful and amazing people no matter where you go, and I know that you make friends super easily. I know you that you had a lot of other stuff that you were working on, and I know. I know your heart and I know how, how active you would be anywhere. So I, But I feel
2: like this takes away that it takes away,
0: takes away this, this feeling, this vision that we have the three of us right now and our, our flow. Well, I'm going to be but selfish. But you would like you, I want you here, <laughs> however.
1: Megan's going to be around That's the bush. The, Cause yeah, she's know. guilty. I'm going to be selfish. <laughs> why, why risk the uh, rational for the irrational. Why? Why? No matter what anyone says. Okay, we just talked about this earlier in the kitchen. We talked about me cleaning parks, mm-hmm. and your original yeah. experience of it was what?
0: Okay, this was a couple of years ago. <laughs> The twins were maybe a year or two old. We were still financially upside down and Marty hit uh, a change. Like you you hit your stride in your decision to to have a different life, to be a different person, to live differently. So you started cleaning parks and you would just grab a plastic bag and gloves and you would just go clean the park for hours. And a joint. And, and a joint, of course. <laughs>
1: or <laughs> a, a vape joint. pen, rather. Yeah. We're, we're in 2020, it was a vape so, pen.
0: So <laughs> in the beginning of that, and you did this for, what, a whole almost a whole year? How long did you do this for? Okay, so,
1: so I hit a it, yeah. point where I realized after two-year course and everything that I've done that I'm not going to think of my solution. I'm always in my thought. I'm mm-hmm. always in my intellect. I'm going to feel my solutions. And I lost a friend to suicide, and I lost uh, my dog, and I lost a round of investment, and I just got exposed to the arts, and my chakras are like, all over the place, open but painful. And I was like, no, I'm gonna feel my way mm-hmm. through, and I just started to go where I felt. Mm-hmm. And cleaning the park grounded me. I mm-hmm. work entirely online. I don't see all my, I don't know all my customers. Yeah. I needed that.
0: You also started a bench project in our neighborhood. You resanded and kind of redid all the benches, and that was, I think, you started at thinking that there were like two or three, and they yeah. took five hours a piece, and you did eleven. <laughs> yeah, you did a lot. But and it drew
1: the community together. It like was I beautiful. didn't know, like people are like, why are you doing it? Like, Because it's selfish because the bench, I didn't want any benches to be resealed. I've mm-hmm. been touched like 20 years and like I cleaned glass in the park and yeah. I cleaned the sewers out in the rain and like I cleaned in front of the school. So it wasn't normalized to see trash. But this was, you know, important to me.
0: Yeah. So you asked me the whole this conversation started when you said. What did I share in the kitchen? And what I shared in the kitchen was the Megan that I was and the, what I thought my value system was then was I I didn't say this to Marty at that time, but I was like, why is he doing this? This isn't making us any money. This isn't bringing in any money. In fact, we're probably losing the ability to make money by him spending all this time doing this. However, it started to shift me inside because I saw you, I saw that you were, you were calmer. You were more present you were more satisfied with yourself after doing those, those projects. And I was like, wow, that's really, that's actually really helpful. Like that's far more helpful than really almost anything else he could be doing right now.
1: Okay. Side note, asterisks, mm-hmm. zombie apocalypse. What's a do in it? 30 day project. Get some plants.
0: Yeah. Start right garden. Get snow. Get some plants
1: around your house and attend to those plants. Mm-hmm. Because my yeah. plants health were a barometer for how present i was. Oh, that's beautiful. If i wasn't present the plants would die. Mm-hmm. My plants were dry, dying. I had a recognition that i was out of whack. Mm-hmm. It was a barometer mm-hmm. for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? There's a cyclical earthling nature to like we are part of the ecosystem. Like if the ecosystem around us is dying cuz we're not attending to it, it's a mm-hmm. sign that we're not attending to ourselves. Oh, well, that's nice. So, like there's a lot of grounding, a lot of practice. Yeah. Like now we're on a farm. Right? We were on a farm, a Maori farm, right? Mm-hmm. Where like every single one of my skill sets came to play and I was in
2: heaven, right? And what brought us there? I mean, when you think about it (laughs) spiritually, I mean, we, because I'm trying to tie this together to like our practices and Mm -hmm. what we, who we become, you know, as poly people, but also as world travelers and everything. I mean, we seek out experiences that are bring are cultural that Mm -hmm. bring community together that have nature involved and i think everything that we do has some kind of value exchange that's real and Mm -hmm. also like we heal we grow we learn something we connect with people there's something there's so it's so rich in these experiences if i could boil it down to a word it would be
1: relating Mm -hmm. amory is about relating relating. polyamory Mm -hmm. is about relating better Cleaning the Park is about how you relate to earth. The Mm -hmm. farm is how we relate to each other. Like the organization that I I volunteer with, that I love in Chicago is My Black, My Hood, My City. It's about a relationship to other neighborhoods and interconnectivity and exposure. It's about how we fucking relate.
0: I love that. And I'm going to geek out a second and talk about systems thinking because that's what... I, I don't know. It's a good filter that I have. And I think what's you happening, just like it. I do. I fucking love it. So just shush.
2: talk about it. I show love it. Us,
0: okay. Show
2: us your passion.
0: Shush. So in something <laughs> Kyle just shared recently, it was in, in linear or conventional thinking that when you want to shift something, you shift the parts, right? But in in systems thinking, you don't shift the parts, the objects, you actually, you shift the relationship to the parts, of the parts to each other uh, yeah the parts to each, to each other. other and how they relate to each other so in my like insight of what's going on now is that i i hope and i think that more people will start to understand the the kind of non-linear impacts of the world. That we are in systems. We're constantly in systems. And when you shift one thing, it shifts a whole bunch of other things. And then a whole bunch of other unintended consequences happen. And well, it's because... what relationships are changing. Yeah. Well, fuck, right now.
2: Community, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, people need each other. Mm-hmm. Because someone doesn't have access to food in the market or toilet paper or whatever. I mean... I just went to the neighbor's house for something. We need our community more than ever.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that's real when your yeah. needs are, are threatened. It's
0: like well, no, think- no Prada bags are going to solve this crisis no, right we're now. We're seeing
1: how interconnected <laughs> our species is because whether you're white, black, Mexican, Chinese, any of these things, Kiwi, so I guess it's a brand, you're human and you're susceptible to this virus. And we are all interrelated. We're all interconnected by our flight routes and our travel and our events mm-hmm. and everything we do. So you can no longer be like, oh, it's just me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in this social distancing. Shout out to all you inter- introverts. Mm-hmm. I love you. You've mm-hmm. been practicing for a while. <laughs> uh, but like, you know, I've been social distancing from Americans as we travel all the time. <laughs> like, oh, there's American. No hablo inglés. <laughs> you know, like I, I needed a different culture. Mm-hmm. I needed. And now like as I'm looking from the outside in. I'm seeing blips of the culture I want to see in the United States overshadowed by this this ridiculous response to everything. And and like this fear, you can see it. You can Mm -hmm. see the fucking fear. You can taste the fucking fear. And it's like, This is, we're feared for being poly. We're feared for being something. We're feared for how we
2: love. We're feared for how you garden. You're feared for fucking all of it. (laughs) How you garden. I want to give us a shout out though, because we brought our relationship structure to a place that you could say is very religious and Mm -hmm. conservative and and old fashioned, Mm -hmm. let's say, that goes back hundreds Hundreds of years years. in their (laughs) traditions indigenous indigenous (laughs) in their culture and and indigenous in their beliefs and we brought our style of life and we exposed them to something that Mm -hmm. you know we exposed it to everybody that was there the international people but i think we did a great job in doing it in a way that yeah we exposed people that wouldn't may never think of this or think outside the box And, and it's a culture that you know, may struggle with the patriarchy more than. And we get exposed to it though too.
1: Like we got exposed to it was so soul serving, you know, to be there right. from a the systems thinking the part. We're like, oh, there's a small amount of materials and tools that we could go and get because we got to stay for free and we could donate and it could unlock all of these bottlenecks. So here, like, I'm teaching people agile Scrum project management, right? Kyle and I are emotionally powered engines mm-hmm. tearing up. <laughs> yeah, you beads. guys
0: were man, then Yeah, Man-men-men. like.
1: They, I think at one point they said to us, uh, uh, founder said to us, he's like, you're the Americans we thought existed
0: like <laughs> 12 hour a day, yeah,
1: 12 hour a day. Like we, we worked all day yeah. and I couldn't, I couldn't stop. It was so rewarding. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we made so much forward movement and, and yeah, they paid us back
2: tenfold in that too. Yeah. The energy was great. There was music. There was, mm-hmm. yeah, there, cooperation. Like there yeah, was, I mean, was, was a it was culture a built community. in community and nature and it that, was yeah. built to support like, the culture. That's all you need. It's, right. So it's a community mm-hmm. garden
1: farm that they take to the local market, organic ground up community center with education, like. All of it tied together. It's
0: actually the model of what I think we'll see, hopefully, see more of going forward. Because I think we're starting to see the fragility of our systems that are these major, huge systems that can easily come crashing down uh, with something like this. We can't move that quickly. I think, I don't know, just a future progression or hopefully a lesson learned from all of this is Being more community-centered, having more food security at the local level, just even growing food. I don't know. I I have have big hopes of what could come out of this. Okay, we have so much
2: more, though, than the actual food and survival. And I think that's, even for me, who I've worked in sustainability and and even agriculture projects, I've never seen something executed where there is a benefit in the social and the environment. Mm -hmm. And I think... Yeah, people people talk about that, but I've I saw it with my own eyes. It's yeah. possible, totally you, you, possible. contributed. And to it. I yeah. put my hands in the dirt, and I contributed. Yeah. No, and I think the model is becoming more and more clear. I think
1: polyamory communities, polyamorous communities, are really strong too. We got sleeping mm-hmm. bags. Oh my god! Coming.
0: Yeah. Oh, shout out! Oh my god! Shout out to the New Zealand polyamory group on Facebook. I just joined on a whim and everybody was super, super, super nice. And we just got sleeping bags. We needed and places an, to stay. So yeah, we're going to go meet some, people. some new, new friends. I'll, I'll already call them friends tomorrow. We just, I feel like we hit the jackpot with that community. And I know, I know that that community is so sm- strong because there's so many shared values and the shared values of more, Finding your own path in the world, transparency, and transparency honesty. and honesty, communication, openness, support, yeah, all of this, and I'm. It makes me so happy and so proud that we've stumbled into this beautiful, beautiful community. And I'm sure that that's you know that's the New Zealand group. You know, I'm sure that the communities around the world are very, very similar.
1: Well, and I want to tell everybody listening too, like this. It, you know, we're joking around that this is the apocalypse, and it is going to be a whole new world order. We have the opportunity to uh, really take a stand now for whatever you believe Mm. in right this is it this is like there's no more waiting yeah it's here do it if you believe in something you have a whole bunch of time to work on your ikigai and your ikigai Mm -hmm. is the japanese belief of finding your purpose it's like venn diagram for those of you who don't know what a venn diagram is Google it, All right. V-E-N-N. Our, our
0: audience knows what Venn well, diagram, diagram is.
1: Some people don't. Some people don't. Okay. Some All right. People. Anyway, it's a cross section of four major sections. It's what you're called to, what you're good at, what the world wants, and what they're willing to pay for. And it is essentially in the middle of that is your purpose.
0: Mm.
1: And now we have an opportunity to work on it. Yeah.
0: And now the whole world, is shifting. It's shifting. It's like how, how quickly can we pivot in certain areas? So I want to talk about two things going forward.
2: Hey, it's Kyle. I wanted to take 60 seconds to tell you more about Amory's mission. One year ago, we started Amory with the intention to bring more love into the world. And now with listeners in 47 countries, I think we're doing just that, but we want to do more and we really appreciate your support in, in getting to that goal that we have, which is really to expand and share and normalize polyamory, but also improve relationships, however they are in the world. So we're now in the process of creating a documentary. We're writing books. We're active on Instagram, supporting people. Uh, we're creating content on Patreon. There's so many ways that we want to continue to grow and connect with people and build this community. And we'd love your support and for you to be a part of that community. And the best way to do that is to go to patreon.com backslash podcast and support us there at any level that works for you. We really appreciate you. Now back to the episode.
0: And maybe I'll come back to some of Kyle's you know, current situation right now, but the two things is I, I want to talk about what people, what skills the current polyamorous community already has that they may not know that they have to, that they're more, they're better equipped now than perhaps the general population. And I'll explain that one. <laughs> and I want to talk about how we can make the best out of this. And I know Marty, you've already teased with a couple of ideas but I think we all can, that's a really positive conversation that we can, that we can have. Yeah. Sounds
2: so we're good. being positive.
0: We're being positive. Well, not,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> I'll vibe off of you guys. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I,
1: I'm the be dark real. and one today. Be, yeah, real. be real. Be real.
0: Be that's real. real yeah. Because there's okay. some shit that's mm-hmm. got to
1: be, you know, a lot of people here that are in a polyamorous relationship have gotten shit. If they're out, they've dealt with it. They're more prepared to deal with can I actually, being different.
0: Yes. So hands down, that skill's already there. I didn't even think about that one. The one I was thinking about is that anybody that's in this structure of relationship already had to kick off or, or shift the current major paradigm, which is monogamy. And if you've been able to break a paradigm or shift, you know, shift paradigms or create your own world once, you can create it again. It's a skill set. You can mm-hmm. do it again and again and again. So I think that's why I would say the poly community is a little bit more equipped because we live in a world of paradigms and paradigms is just a uh, kind of a set of beliefs that we that we hold true about the world. And when we see a whole bunch of stuff shifting, and actually places where we're going to have to create new systems, people that can see out of the current paradigm are probably more likely to be able to create new paradigms of, you know, of value of ways that we do things, that kind of stuff.
1: My friend, shout out to Nicole. Thanks. She, taught, she hit me up on Instagram or chat on Instagram. And she's like, I don't know anyone more prepared for the unknown than you. That's mm. like, that's a great compliment. And also why <laughs> I feel like we're in this crazy position. Like We're minimalist. We don't consume too much. We like... Vegetarian. It's fairly easy for us now that we've been farmers to get food because they're <laughs> willing to feed us because we put all this work into these places. We, we're healthy. We're in an island. that responded mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. and it has it has flattened their curve for the most part throughout uh, through here, and we're we're stuck here and we have a lot of friends and resources that are helping us mm-hmm. out. So I feel like because we're willing to be so fucking outlier. We're not
2: being swallowed by the system. We Have,
0: accidentally put ourselves in this situation. Had we stayed in France quickly, right? Yeah. 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 So, yeah.
2: You know, we've and I think people relate to our our openness, our vulnerability, mm-hmm. the way that we live our life. And even if they're not polyamorous, I think that there's a level of respect. I mean, everyone I think has said the same thing, which is Oh, when we saw that you're traveling the world with kids, we'll we'll accept you because you must be pretty fucking ambitious to -hmm. do that. And that's they don't even know the half of it. That's (laughs) just the beginning.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love it. Yeah. So I, I feel like I could bounce back and forth between what we've done, what we accidentally did. And our lifestyle and how we've gotten here to, to hopefully thrive in whatever new environment is created. And also, again, I keep coming back to the polyamorous community because I feel like this is the shit that I would want to (laughs) hear. I think another skill that people have developed practicing polyamory is the ability to sit with our own fears and that's that's where we sit with, especially and you remember going through that first. I don't know. I I remember <coughs> it was only two years ago, but opening up of the relationship. Oh my god, is my partner going to leave me? Oh my god, what's going to happen? We we sat slash sit with the unknown. I think more than than the general we're public. We've, we're practiced, and it's again all of this is these are skill sets. Yeah, it's slaying like slaying dragons, fears facing fears, well, fear, seeing projections. Fear you, is a
2: good one. Yeah, <clears throat> seeing when fear you is on what's people? coming up for me, mm. and yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to go to the U.S. and then they they stop allowing people to come back to New Zealand, or mm-hmm. come, for whatever fucking reason things can change, and I once I leave and go back, then I I have less control of when I can see you next. And I have fear Mm -hmm. around that of not having control. And I think I also have the knowledge that like, I gave up that, like I I made a decision, you know, if I were to make that decision, that would take me away. Mm -hmm. And so my practice live right now is like, is this a a decision that I can sit with? Mm -hmm. And right now, when I think about Going home, I think about how angry I'm going to be at everyone that I see at home, and that's not really fair, mm. and that's not really a good place for me to be. So I'm not there yet, and I'm hoping that the universe makes a decision for me, which is really <laughs> not mm. with, not something going is going to happen for me. I, but yeah, fear is something that I face a uh, hundred times on mm. this journey, and mm-hmm. so yeah, hearing that is is comforting because I even just traveling by myself and I'll be, it'll be days on end where I'm alone on my journey back to the U S you know, it's just, it's going to be, yeah, I I don't know. There's just like a, the blackness that I Mm -hmm. I see when I think about it.
0: Yeah. And if there's a fear of not knowing when we're going to be together again, that's uh, uh, there's a fear and, and I trust, you know, I trust us. I trust you. I trust us I trust I look at Marty and I know he's sitting with the unknown like that as well. well. I'm and I know that there. You would be there as well. You'd just be like, okay, I am I do the best I can with the situation at hand. And yeah. and I trust that we won't fall apart in the meantime.
1: Well, fear came up for me. was, Is she going to forget me? Mm-hmm. Is she going to forget how strong this love is and how awesome we are together and how much we want to overlap. And I'm like, I want to talk to her every day and I want to see her every day. And she's, she's right there with me. And it took Mm. it. it, I had to get over that fear. I had to wait for it to resolve for her. I mean, she's facing a lot of the same shit she's trapped. Their cities are shutting down. They're, you know, we all have older parents. We all have all that going on, but you know, this is where we've decided to create something out of it. And I think that we can create a new level of our partnership. Mm. Like we can level up phone sex. (laughs) <laughs> we can uh, once a day.
0: Apocalypse <laughs> tip number thirteen. We're gonna watch Netflix together
1: on a video chat naked. Yes. You know, like whatever. Like it, there's there's all these things we can create in this time. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me, Kyle, observing you, it's really uh hard for me to be unbiased because I'm the guy that said, fuck it all to everyone. Yeah. And like, I've been doing Marty's that. now the the voice on my shoulder. Well, since like being in the parks, we talked <laughs> about the parks. Let's go all the way back to the parks, clean the parks. Mm-hmm. People will come up to me and be like, what organization are you with? And I'd be a dick. I'd be like humanity. Right. Like what do you mean? What fucking organization I'm with? I'm not like, as you see a line and a clipboard and a lady named Karen sign you in, like, what the fuck? Right. Like, I'm here with you, man. Why are you cleaning the park? I'm like, because the park's fucking dirty and I don't like dirty parks. I'm like, well, where do you sign up? I mean, like, you just grab a garbage bag and some gloves, you pick up some shit. Like, it's not too hard. <laughs> right? Like, I, I I wasn't always nice about it because I was just so over or my favorite one. What about don't our tax dollars pay for that? I'm like, do you see your tax dollars being put to good use? You gonna wait that fucking long? Do you like paying your fucking taxes? I'm pretty sure you wiggled out all your motherfucking taxes. Fuck a rich asshole, like, pick up, you know, like, (laughs) fuck.
0: Tell me how you really
1: feel. Right? I was just sitting here like, no one has any personal responsibility for this. So they have no connection to it. Mm. Right? So I've been telling people to fuck off for a long time. And Mm. I think at the end of the day, like, even my father and I went through our ups and downs as we traveled. He was mad at me and we didn't talk for three weeks. At one point, I literally said to my stepmom, call me when he's dead.
2: Mm.
1: Right? Because we all I want to talk about was money. All he had was fear. And then we got to a point where i was terrified in chicago and i was messed up for three weeks because i'm like i want them to see how strong i am i come back and fall apart and then i'm exactly who Mm. they think i'm going to be and i'm feeding that dragon and then we get all the way to the last return where my dad's in his retirement and he just like gave up and i had to come back i'm cooking thanksgiving dinner and my my dad's getting yelled at by his wife and my stepbrother's worried and my dad's sitting there i'm like you know I had, to, I had to do one of the, the batia punches. This is the only way anyone listens in my family. I look at my dad, I'm like, OK, you plan to be dead when you retire because you get bored and in six months you'd be dead. I'm like, you're doing it. So <laughs> we just scheduled your fucking funeral now or do you want to do something about this? And I said to him, like, you're just going to die. You're going to succeed at dying in your retirement immediately because that's what you plan for. And you're not moving. You're not mm-hmm. looking at all this other stuff. You're not looking at the lack of threats. You're not looking at all what's so. You're looking at your pity party and you're choosing to die. So when do you want to schedule your funeral, right? And I think what I what I had to do is punch hard, but it wasn't going to stop me from going mm-hmm. because my kids are better off. My, my well-being is better off. You see me in that farm. You see mm-hmm. me going and cleaning up the parks. Like this is what I need. Yeah. And me doing this serves everybody else. And for me to be selfish, like your well-being serves them.
2: Right, and my well-being to me is compromised if I go back exactly. to mm-hmm. Chicago and then I'm locked in my apartment and I can't go to yoga, I can't
1: mm-hmm. flirt with anybody,
2: I can't, <laughs> can't do be anything. Butt naked <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, this is a bummer. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, it for me it's I think what yeah, there's an, there's also an attachment, an attachment and I think this trip seems like it's been years that we've been in New Zealand because <laughs> way 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 a long time ago i just stopped resisting the vision that that you guys have for the future of a farm living together and like really embraced it and really want it and then i feel like you know it's it's now uncertain and and, and maybe the time is the only thing that's uncertain but I feel like we had this solid plan and it just got blown to smithereens and mm-hmm. for some reason I'm holding on to that. I'm holding on to well we we're going to go to Brazil and we we're going to film a documentary and then we're going to come to Chicago and yeah all that shit's out the window mm-hmm. and I think no, I'm no, no, still no. hanging on it's to just it. Just delayed. It's delayed.
1: Yeah. And and it's the thing like the the property will be cheaper.
2: <laughs> right?
1: The farm might not be where we thought it was. The documentary will be even better. Yeah, right? well,
2: I think we should start filming that. Right. But I think like
1: in the 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 thing that everybody is looking at is permanence. this is permanently going to change us, but this isn't a permanent situation. Mm
2: -hmm. And I don't want to give up thriving. I think I, I do feel like I'm near thriving. If I'm not thriving, I think part of me is we're in this place of thriving. You know, we're, we're growing Emory. We're all focusing on our Iggy guys. We're in flow together. We're navigating a tough situation. And I, I feel like I'm in the place that I'm supposed to be in,
1: and the food is remarkable because
2: I'm cooking it. it that's yeah, right. I'm, I'm full on vegetarian for anyone that didn't think I could do it. Yeah, just uh, watch a watch a watch a uh, really jarring uh, documentary of animals being mistreated when you're on LSD, and see how fast you become vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. but yeah, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose all that, and I think. That's another fear of, that fear. I can't, yeah. that I can't do it on my own, that there's, there's nothing for me to learn in the struggle mm. that, that may be me going home for a period of time and then taking a chance that I might not see you for a little while. Mm. And like, yeah, I'm going to go home at some point. Part of me wants to like be empowered with that decision. Yeah. And and I think I feel like there's a, a march upon my power of my family. They're all in a tough Position. I give them compassion. Mm-hmm. That is my practice, and I'm trying mm-hmm. really hard, uh, and I'm hoping for a compassion back. And and for everyone that's in the U.S., I know that they're all in a tough position, and they they all probably want their families back. But on the other side of it is, you know, I made choices not to be there for a reason, and you know it's it's really hard looking at a place that I grew up in, a place that. Uh, I've always you know as a kid was so proud of and and I've grown to have a lot of differences with to put it nicely mm-hmm. and I believe in everything that we're doing I believe that it's really important and I believe that this is the the work that I want to be doing for a long long time which is yeah healing with others talking about relationships mm-hmm. and love and yeah. Self-mastery and sustainability. Like these are all things that I want to be a part of. And it's all about you guys. And it's all about this bigger picture. It's, mm. I feel it right in my heart.
0: I can see and imagine you making an empowered decision and I can see why you don't want to make a decision right now, because even if you chose to go back to the U S now, it would, it could be a resent filled choice, which isn't powerful. And then it leaves you feeling resentful and that sucks. So I I'm afraid and I have been afraid to share my opinion which I only shared with you what last night or two nights ago mm-hmm. where I I mean you've been battling with this for a little bit and I didn't I haven't shared anything because I feel like it's not my decision to make obviously not even I don't even want to be a part of the decision making process and I I haven't even wanted to tell you I did tell you the other night that I I want you to stay But I also am so afraid of saying that because I see how much you love your family and it kills me to be the reason that you would stay separate from them but it's also because it's this weird catch 22 that you have a really tight, close family. And I don't, my family is not like that. It's different. And I love my family there. I'm thankfully they're not like, Hey, Megan, come home. Cause they just kind of know that I am where I am and I'm going to make the decisions Look, that I make. Without yeah. Marty. <laughs> they did not. Nobody has, nobody has said that Marty. No. Uh, but it's, it's really hard. And I'm like, I'm afraid that your family is going to, this is all of my ego, like not like me because I'm the, one that's keeping you away from them
1: they already don't like you so let's just start <laughs> so here let's just, right let's just start let's i want to go back so you need to be able to declare your wants without persuasion yeah. yeah. and you can say that and everybody yeah. out there that loves somebody yeah. that wants them around say it
0: even used your line when i told kyle yeah, i was did. like i'm going to use marty's line and i, and I was like i'm going to declare my wants but i'm not going to persuade you I want you to stay here. I love looking into your eyes, Kyle. I love your energy here. I love how much we're in flow. I love, I love this. I love it. I'm like, this is all that I want. And I've said it multiple times, even before, I think the Corona outbreak or right in the beginning when we arrived in, in New Zealand six weeks ago, where I was like, I'm like, I'm good. I've made all the decisions that I'm happy with. If I were to die tomorrow, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be living a different life. I wouldn't be like, Oh shit, <laughs> I should do something else. It's like, no, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing with the people that I want to be doing it. And it's, I'm just so fucking That's grateful for that. has been happening for that. a
1: while now for me, where I'm just like, keep realizing where I am somewhere in the world. I'm like, how much did I work this week? I'm like, where the fuck am I? What like, day is it? Wouldn't
0: change a thing. Like, no, yeah. I'm
1: like, I'm going to go do that. I'm in, like, we're, I can say yes to every adventure and, I want to tell everybody out there that things don't happen as fast as you think they are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we've gone through a collapse before in our economy in the united states and we have some recent paradigms like i know even my bank is deferring car payments and house payments what they mm-hmm. have neither mm-hmm. the irs <laughs> said that they're fucked as well yeah the irs oh, is extending yeah. the deadline until mm-hmm. june 15th you know with all these stipulations and things like that but like you have to file by the 15th you don't have to pay till june 15th that's all going to change because everybody's going to be fucked. Right. And, and I want you to take a breath. I closed four businesses in 0809's economic apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I almost drove my truck off a bridge. Don't do that. It's all bullshit. Mm-hmm. The whole economy is bullshit. The banks is, are bullshit. And it's not your fault. The debts bullshit. Your expenses are bullshit. It's not your fault. It's a collective pain. Just take a breath. Everybody's threats are empty. Take care of yourself, work together, support each other. Don't mm-hmm. buy all the fucking toilet paper because other people have to shit too, right? It'll be replenished. Like, we'll be all right, okay? So take a
2: breath. It's funny because we saw those leaves uh, on the South Island uh, that yeah. you can use as toilet paper. They're like these yeah. big, soft leaves, soft. and I've been yeah. thinking about them. <laughs> I, I should have grabbed more and put them in my bag. <laughs> That's shit.
1: I should have started kind of a business. Yeah. But right. no, like I, I want you to all know that you can deal with it yeah okay and there'll be different things that come out in support in the economy and response time it's also an election year so they're gonna throw money at it mm-hmm. right so let them throw money at it get what you need take care of your friends and family that might be food insecure your mm-hmm. neighbors and things like that let's time let's build a, a goddamn
0: build community, community. Mm-hmm.
2: and i think you need to really take a hard look at what do you need in your life I mean, us three, we live a life that is based in our core human needs and, you know, relationships and love is a big, big part of Mm -hmm. how we put our energy and our time. It's not in making as much money as possible or driving our ego off, off of a cliff. We spend a lot of our time on working on ourselves and working on our relationships with each other and making sure that we're healthy and that we're emotionally updated and current and i think that's you know if, if you're not there i think that this is an opportunity for you to get there and it may mm-hmm. not feel like an opportunity i was talking to my step brother the other day or sorry step brother my uh, brother-in-law the other day and he and i was like this is the time to start your business and he his first reaction was what probably a lot of people think is like this is the worst time to start a business it's like no mm-hmm. you start it now And in a year or two, when you've worked your ass oft and you've focused on something that you really fucking care about, which is what, as you said, everyone should be doing in a time of mental and financial destruction is, you know, in a year or two, you'll, you'll have something that as the the world comes out of wherever it is, you'll, you'll be able to, you know, to have some momentum.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Find your flow, find your passion. If there's ever a time in the world, like you have a vision for the world, if there's ever a time in the world... The world needs you to, to pony up and take a chance. It's now. And I've been saying that for a while before this whole virus. And now I'm like, well, now you really have no fucking excuse, <laughs> right? Be honest with where you are at. Be honest with what you need. Be honest with what you know. Be honest with who you need in your life and pursue it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can 30 days, 90 days, you can sit and stew and panic, or you can level up and you can. Build a community. You can find new ways to to connect. You can stop consuming so fucking much because you can't go to the store and you can't afford it. You can start locally sourcing your food, thinking about who the fuck you're going to vote for, run for fucking office,
2: clean a goddamn park. Do something different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm returning to myself right now because what I'm thinking about is healing and what I'm thinking about is that a lot of Americans may be thinking that, oh, this is going to blow over, or oh, this is just this is part of the cycle, and I think I really believe this is different. This is different, and thinking of it as a, a short term thing is not going to allow you to address the things that I think are are needed. Yeah. And if if you're in quarantine and if you're isolated alone, and you think it's going to be for two weeks, but it's actually for ninety days or six months, I mean, you really need to focus on your mental health. Mm-hmm. You really need to figure out. Ways that you can have an outlet, ways that you can Yeah. You gotta learn to love practicing.
0: Mm. practicing Oh that was hard for me. Yeah. like <laughs> working really on me. that right now. I'm working on it right now. The guys called me out in my my falling apart yesterday that I don't have practices, solid practices to ground me. And I don't, you know, I might go running every once in a while or I might meditate every once in a while, but I don't, I don't have really solid practices and I definitely haven't taken a stand for what it is that I need for me in my life.
2: And you wait too long to use it.
0: Yeah, I wait too long. It's like a lot of
2: people I think do that.
0: Yeah. It's like, oh no, I should be able to handle this. And I don't, it's... I have a lot of shoulds, I have a lot of self-judgment on what I think I should be able to handle. It's like the relationship to myself. I feel fantastic about my relationship with you, Kyle, and Marty, and the kids. It's like the relationship to my, well, the kids I'm kind of working on, but <laughs> but the- No, you're fine with like all of the us when you're fine with yourself. Yeah, it's my yeah. relationship with myself that I realize is at the root. And so today, this morning, I woke up at 6.45, well before anybody else woke up, and I journaled for an hour. And I, I was like, ah, oh, <laughs> that, that felt so good. I've like, never that's been so happy to, to
2: wake up <laughs> alone and abandoned.
0: And abandoned.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I was happy for you. It yeah, really was.
0: Just temporarily. So I know that I need practices. And many of you may be out there too going, oh, shit. Like, I don't really have a practice for when my head is spinning and I'm uncertain about the future. What? How do I ground myself? And maybe you have practices that you can't go do now because your yoga class is canceled. But, you know, maybe you learn can how do to something in your home. Look, learn yeah. how to
1: cook. If you learn how to cook, you will be able to serve other people. You have a stronger relationship to the food you buy, where it comes from. and It's not that hard. And I think there really should be a
2: thirty-day how to cook by Marty Bati. Are you
0: going to teach that?
2: What I shirtless? Don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe.
0: you maybe. should start doing that on Instagram. Like, maybe you know, some people get, would watch it.
2: You get ten people to sign
1: up. Marty Bati. We'll, I'll I'll be, I'll be doing some ooh, m-
0: wait, wait! This is a the Naked
1: chef.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, uh, I'm cut my,
1: my shirt off, but I'm not making any bacon because that shit splatters oh, okay I, yeah, Right. But like really, like like learn me some plus Learn how to cut things. Learn that you can cut a vegetable at equal sizes and put it in the oven with oh, oil. I remember when you were at me about them. that.
2: Do you remember when you were yeah. yelling at me about the broccoli? Yeah. yeah it's like, cow or cauliflower. It's whatever I was like, trying to cut the cauliflower and it was not going well.
1: No, it's like <laughs> learn how to cut vegetables. <laughs>
2: Learn how I'll to, be the first student.
1: Learn how to roast a vegetable. Learn how to boil a vegetable. Like, there's so many ways that you can learn how to cook a hundred things in like fifteen minutes.
0: So basically, if you listen to this and your stores are still open, go out and buy some vegetables and then we'll we'll figure out how to put some good Marty Batia and Kyle as sous-chef on uh
1: and, yeah, on and if you're home and you have a garden, plant some shit, because in two months mm-hmm. you can have kale you can have Mm -hmm. you can have alfalfa you can have you can have radishes there's like things that grow in like two months and you can also do other practices simultaneously. Like you can learn how to cook and you can do kegels at the same time. Right? Are you doing them right now? Yes. I always do kegels I, when you say
0: kegels.
2: <laughs> Anytime I hear it, I start doing it.
1: Yeah, it's a good practice. And, you know, if you talk about kegels every day, you're doing kegels every day. <laughs> but seriously, like, there's so many opportunities here. Like, Get really good at masturbating. Self-care. <laughs> self-care. Get to know yourself better. You're like, yeah. everyone gets off. It has a full release. We'll all be more peaceful, mm-hmm. right? So, like, True. do that for the society.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, what are other as we start to wrap this up? Uh, I mean, I want to start teaching practices.
2: people breath work, so maybe oh, I'll offer yeah. some something, whether it's on Patreon. I want to start playing with yeah guided breath work. I mean, there's a couple of things that are really basic that can just help reset your nervous system, which I did earlier today because mm-hmm. I fucking needed it, and I was I was really happy that I. Was able to do that myself because that's kind of the next level. It's like you can learn the breath work, but then if you don't use it when you're compromised, it's obviously not helping you. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll offer that.
1: Maybe we can do like an emergency breath work class. Like we first do mm. like yeah, I mean, teach us how to recover.
2: Yeah, it's recovery. Yeah. It's it's basically bringing your immune system, you know, back in check and and slowing down your breath. I mean, to me, everything is about breath patterns. I mean we all have different breath patterns and we react differently when we're upset. And I think that's, uh, yeah, we're, we're all carrying stress right now, whether we realize it or not, or we admit it or not. And I think the breath is something that's the first thing to kind of get off, uh, out of, out of sure. order. And yeah. so, yeah, I will offer that as well. In, okay. Yeah. In solidarity with uh, the naked shepherd. Sure. Right? Yeah.
0: I was going to say shirtless. shirtless.
2: <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't be abnormal
0: okay what else i feel god i feel so different than i did when we tried to record this yesterday so a lot can change in 24 hours we'll just put that there as well so take if it you're one having, day at a time, yeah right? if you're having a a hard time just have a little compassion for yourself for all human do some breath work cook Giggles. do kegels and uh and, and, oh my god and course. get some sleep. squeeze oh my god can yeah. i say I <laughs> one of my practices that i realized yesterday i was exhausted and i came back and it was probably six thirty p.m yesterday and i was like i need a nap i just need to sleep and um that really helped me reset so sometimes the body just needs to do what the body does
2: during an emotional time yeah. you you I'm not someone that sets an alarm and I noticed that during emotional times, I sleep more just Mm -hmm. and I'm shocked because it doesn't feel like a longer period of time, but you'll start to realize if you allow yourself that you will sleep more during emotional Mm -hmm. times. So yeah, you know, make, make sure you have time for that as well. Mm -hmm. Learn how to hack your habits. Mm
1: -hmm. Like it's time for new identities and new identities mean new behaviors. And that's the first step in habit hacking and look at atomic habits. It's a really good book for that. Start that. Like, I should do a life hacking course.
0: Oh yeah, nice.
1: Right? How to well, hack it's,
0: Yeah, it's kind of your, it's kind of your book too, the book yeah. idea.
2: Yeah. The Good hard shit. reset. I have been using reset. that. Mm-hmm. I've been using that vocabulary. I'm like, America's gonna go through a hard reset. Yeah. <laughs> so my book, The Hard Reset, is about resetting lifestyle, relationships,
1: body, career, and ikigai, like we talked about, mm. and I and how to like reset all of it. And it's really about examining beliefs. And changing your beliefs around things and putting better beliefs in those places like what do you believe is not serving you anymore and you know i've said this before and i want to give somebody gives people this if you're emotional right now your emotions are all valid they're Mm -hmm. signposts to what you're thinking your thinking precedes your your emotions and what you're thinking is driven by your beliefs and your beliefs precede your thinking so you can use your emotions to examine your thoughts to examine your beliefs and you can ask yourself some questions like what do you believe and why do you believe it where did that belief come from and is it true and that might be from byron katie's like what the is loving what is the work it's like is it true and if it's not true what is there a better truth you can put in its place a better belief that you can put in its place that serves you and serves the community and serves the world and then choose that belief and identify as someone who believes in that belief and then get to practice on what a person that believes that does and your thoughts will change and your emotions will change mm-hmm. and it's What I want people to do is examine their belief system. Yeah.
0: And this is honestly, it's the perfect time to just take stock and examine your life as a whole. Are you on the track that you want to be on? Um, If you're not and it's painful to realize it, feel it, feel that and go, all right, I can shift it. And now and now's a time. So start imagining and maybe journal out what your what a different future could look like. What do you want to try? How do you want to be? that could be different because now, now I feel like it's going to be a pivot time for lots of people, lots of people. I hope.
2: Yeah. I I can't really say much better than that. Yeah. I think this is, you know, if you look at the the reality is that everybody's at home now, everyone's Mm -hmm. with the people that they supposedly should be loving. And, and I think, you know, it's time if you haven't invested in those relationships to, yeah, to take the time for that. And, Yeah, there's there's nothing else that I think can come out of this besides we're simplifying life into the core things that are important and spending time and being in the moment is what we have Mm -hmm. right now. We've been forced into this that we're literally being isolated within our our family, within our house.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, thought of something that we could do, which is kind of a fun questionnaire. Maybe we'll do that as uh, something fun, like a get to know your partner and ask crazy questions. Yeah. That's for later. And kegels. And kegels. All right. Ah. <laughs> thank you guys. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you. We support you. We love you.
1: We hope you're safe wherever you are. Yeah. Thanks for listening to another episode of Amory. If you found value in this, it sparked a conversation with you and your partner or partners. You found better inquiries for yourself. You got some insights. You felt some growth. Or you just like hearing us talk. I encourage you to check out our Patreon page. And if you have the means subscribe we have levels that are just two dollars like you're buying us a cup of coffee every month or perhaps you can afford to buy us a lunch at a cheap location for 10 bucks a month or you can go all in on a dinner whatever it is we'd love to have your support we'd love to be able to continue this conversation ongoing uh, and really bring love into the world because that's what it's all about so if you like it and you can have the means and you feel so inclined please check it out we appreciate you we love you love more be well You can find our Patreon page at patreon.com backslash podcast. A link is in the show notes. Thanks again.